If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minches, and I can't wait to dive into today's show. We have the incredible, amazing, I've grown to love her because we've spent a lot of time fixing technical issues, <laughs> the amazing Nancy <laughs> Meyer with me here today. Nancy, I just want to say hello before I dive in. Hello. Great to be with you. Yes, we did it. We're here. We're recording. Yes, yes. I'm so excited. And, you know, Mercury's been in retrograde for whatever that's worth, but we have persevered, and that is for sure part of the lesson that's coming through for us and perhaps on this call today. And I just want to thank our listeners around the world. We love getting emails from you. We love hearing from you. If you haven't downloaded our free gift yet, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift. It's a PDF we created, and it's the six secrets to doubling your sales. So it's one of those things that you could use to implement, you could use and implement the ideas today. So definitely grab that. And if you love the show and we hear from a lot of you, please leave a review. We'd love to have your review and thank you in advance for that. So what's really fun is that We Mentor, which is Nancy's company, and we're going to be interviewing Nancy today, is actually a sponsor of the show now. So we're so excited, and I'm thrilled for everything that Nancy and the We Mentor community bring to us. Do you need new skills and strategies to grow your business or modernize your business? Are you snuffing out creativity and opportunities for innovation because of how you are leading? Is your business running you? Have you grown tired of your business? Or is there a disconnect between you and those you employ? And maybe you're recovering from a major setback and need a new skill set to recover and rise from the experience with greater clarity, resilience, and a new perspective. So if that's the case, definitely check out We Mentor. Connect with Nancy at 612-804-8920 and get $150 mentoring session for $50. And of course, it can be over Zoom or in person. Nancy's been mentoring entrepreneurial leaders and building seven-figure businesses since 1992. And when Nancy is in your life, your life gets better. 
Also, you know, do you need to hear meaningful conversations from your peers on the entrepreneurial journey of self-mastery, leadership revolution, and life success? Get started today by subscribing to We Mentor Mondays with Nancy, a podcast for innovative leaders at WeMentor.com. And what's really cool is I just was interviewed by Nancy. I'm super excited. It's going to come out in October. And so definitely take a listen to that and just dive into her community. So I'll tell you, Nancy and I, we are destined <laughs> to know each other. Let me tell you that. And we've really gotten to know each other really the last couple of days. But before that, I met Nancy through another connection. And Nancy A. Meyer has a master's degree. She was raised to take charge of her life through innovation, which eventually led to founding We Mentor Inc. in 1992. We Mentor innovative mentoring community where small business owners build seven figures and become the leaders they envision themselves to be. They reveal and connect with who they are as they redesign their businesses. And they have mentored thousands to succeed in business and in life. And again, you can subscribe to We Mentor Mondays with Nancy Weekly at WeMentor.com to get that one-on-one mentoring you might need or be part of her community. So with that, Nancy, we're going to dive in. I have so many things I want to ask you. And I want to start by you sharing a little bit about your story because what I what's so fascinating is you are mentoring other entrepreneurs to become seven-figure business owners. And that takes a lot of courage. It takes courage to grow a business because you have to sell stuff. And so I'm curious, I want to start first by hearing a little bit more about your story, if you could share that with our listeners. And then second... I want to hear, did you ever have any limiting beliefs about sales or selling? All right, I'm turning it over to you, Nancy. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, I, through my own isolation after leaving, I was teaching in a special education environment after I got my master's degree in emotional development with families and with children and adolescents. And through my own isolation, I discovered the Small Business Development Center, and they had a list of hundreds of mentees, but no mentors because the mentors were busy building their own business. And so I asked for the list and that's kind of how I launched. And then I found other resources to help me to build an organization that I felt was worthwhile and helpful to other entrepreneurs like myself on the journey. Yeah, so it was driven by you being alone. Yeah, I totally get that. I mean, so many of us have been those lone rangers or fall back into that. And by the way, the Small Business Development Center is a great friend of ours. We had a a fantastic partnership in Southern California, and it was just this great connection. So for those of you who are listening, you've never plugged into the SBDC, definitely check them out. So you reached out to the people on the list. Nancy, did you, I mean, your background wasn't in corporate or sales or selling. Did you have any limiting beliefs about selling? Well, I was looking back, so in preparation for our conversation, I looked back in one of my journal entries, and I noticed in 1994, which was two years after I started my business, that I was aware of a fear of success. And so people who have experienced trauma may associate, which I did, the excitement of success with some physiological reactions as trauma. And so whenever I break through to kind of a new level of success, 
I don't feel excited about it. I actually feel terrified because I feel like the rug is going to be pulled out from underneath me, which has manifested in some of that happening. But when I was thinking about your limiting beliefs, I thought, well, it's kind of odd because in before I started my business, I was the telesales person with the Minnesota Special Olympics. And yeah. after the first work of phone calling for five hours, five days a week, so 25 hours a week, I became the number one salesperson and I had an amazing manager who just knew how to kind of help me to stay engaged in the conversations and stay in sales. And so, and I would set, you know, weekly goals and then he would help me if I get into a little funk, he would help shift me into a different mindset. And so I maintained there outside of one week. I maintained my number one status with the Minnesota Special Olympics until I reached the national level and broke that sales record the week before I decided, once I reached my goal, I decided to quit. (laughs) That was my really first success in sales. So I had a lot of training too. I was with equitable financial companies after that. And so I really kind of focused in on sales. So I felt pretty confident in my ability to develop relationships when I started WeMentor. Got it. Did that come after your teaching and your other experiences? Okay. Yeah. So I was pretty, like, I was in my 30s when I started WeMentor. Gotcha. In 1992. Yeah. And I love that you were selling for the Special Olympics. So was there a difference between, Nancy, selling for someone else's nonprofit or business as compared to selling your own business and you? Oh, yeah, I think that. And I still struggle a little bit with that when I'm unclear what I'm selling. But once I'm clear Mm. in what I'm selling, I don't have a problem selling myself and and my business. But there are times when I'm kind of shaken up internally and I don't Mm -hmm. feel as confident. Like before I took your sales camp, I was feeling like I really need to clarify what I'm doing. And so your sales camp was kind of, it put me on a new trajectory, if I can say. Yeah, (laughs) I get it. So you brought up a really good point, which I think we forget about, is that sometimes when it feels like it's difficult to sell or we're getting in our own way, it could be that we're not clear on what we're selling. I'm sure you mentor your clients on that all the time, but that clarity piece is so important. And so, Nancy, after you launched WeMentor, do you remember a time or a month where you had a significant amount of sales or you doubled your sales or you just felt like, wow, this business is really going to make it. It's profitable and we're moving in the right direction. Like, was there a moment? Was there a month? And what was that experience like for you? So I had quit my teaching position. So I was motivated and confident that I could build something. And so I, like every month, was doubling my sales for probably several years. And then the third year, I kind of realized, oh, I know what I'm doing now. I'm doing a quarterly newsletter. I'm doing monthly events. I'm pulling groups of people together. And so I dove in and started writing curriculum and started training facilitators. So I had 10 groups running, 10 facilitators, and I would write curriculum, which is what I had done when I was in special ed because there wasn't a lot of curriculum at the time for social-emotional learning. 
And so I was writing some of the curriculum to augment the academic stuff. And a principal had given me a book on curriculum writing, which I didn't know until, you know, now how wonderful a gift that was. Yeah, so my third year was when I shifted kind of the model, got really clear on what I was doing, and then I continued to maintain kind of running 10 groups for a while. And then, no, it's fantastic. And it's amazing how quickly you were able to grow the business and keep growing it once you got really clear on what you're creating. I think that's the message that's going to keep coming up, just how important clarity is. So, Nancy, you mentioned something, though, that I want to go back to. You talked about how past trauma has gotten in the way of you feeling excited about going to the next level. And I think there's a lot of people who are listening who can really relate to that and where we hit ceilings that, you know, we've created ourselves or we get stuck or we get stopped. Thinking back, like, what's the number one limiting belief you changed or what's the number one thing that you shifted or that you continue to shift to kind of to bust through the trauma? That's not even the right way to say it, but to, to move the trauma aside or to heal that trauma so that you can move to the next level. Like, what did you do to make that happen? It's been a very long journey. Part of the trauma was when we moved to, so when I was in seventh grade, my family moved to from a small town to a smaller town, from Sox Center to Parker's Prairie, Minnesota. And my dad realized a dream of his lifetime, which was to get back to dairy farming, which is how he grew up. And the second year we were there, my brother came running into the house and said, Nancy, can you, you know, hop on a tractor? I'm stuck in the swamp and disking and I can't get out and I need another tractor to pull me out before dad gets home from a meeting. And I said, sure. So I went with him on a M tractor and uh, and for those who are tractor people in international type brand. So he hooked up the tractor that we were on, which I was driving, to the tractor that was stuck. And long story short, he was then, he got on the tractor to pull us out and I got on the tractor that was stuck. I watched him flip the tractor over on himself. And mm-hmm. so he, it happened so quickly that I could see him midair jump off the tractor, but his arm got stuck on the steering wheel. That's how quickly it happened. And so he wanted me to stay there and help dig him out. Eventually, I turned off the tractor motor because he could, my brother could hear the oil dripping. Mm-hmm. And he said, turn the tractor off before we get blown up. And um, wow. so I was trying to talk him through and I was starting to dig him out. He was screaming at me, you know, stay with me, stay with me. And I said, I got to get help. This is too big. I can't get you out by myself. So I ran to get help. And that running was what was triggered Like 10 years later, I was having like post-traumatic stress. Every time I would go out running, I would end up kind of reliving that moment. And by the way, it took my neighbors coming over with uh, tractors to lift my brother up and pull him out like, you know, 10 hours later. Yeah. So, yeah, and he recovered his arm and feeling in his arm, but he had two broken bones within the arm. But, I mean, that was incredible that they could save his arm. Right. Wow. Wow. I mean, growing up in the farm, that was this constant, you know, I'm surprised. I look back and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, that we all – 
oh, just got out okay. And, you know, because at the time, like, when you're farming, you're just in a hurry and you don't think about it. And there's just so many, like, bad habits that I know we had that just are so dangerous today. Like, I would have a nervous breakdown if I saw my son doing any of the things that I did. And right. think about it, you know, it was just a different time. And so it makes sense, though, that that running would trigger that. And so how did it come up in business then? So would it be like, like, like a panic attack or how would it show up when you were up-leveling in your business? Well, every time I would, so one thing is I was really good about always getting help. Like when I'm mm-hmm. stuck or when I don't know something, I'm really good about identifying exactly what that is and where to get help because I knew if I could fix the problem on my own, I would have. Mm-hmm. And so getting insights from other people along the way. But I think it manifested itself in really weird ways. And here's another trauma that happened before I started my business, which was, well, I went back into teaching and then I decided to start my business. But I, when I was at Equitable Financial Companies, this is kind of how trauma kind of manifested itself. As I'm getting more and more successful, I was the most successful person coming in of the trainee and I attracted a number one salesperson who was a male and really competitive and really had uncomfortable relationships with women. And so he started coming around every time I was on the phone and if I worked late at night or whatever, rubbing my shoulders and he got more and more inappropriate and So eventually a week, so I reported him to the agency manager and the agency manager, Southern guy said, Nancy, you're an attractive woman. You're very bright. You've got a lot going. Of course, men are going to hit on you. And so he said, just deal with it. And so the following week I found myself raped and that event kind of turned around different, my trajectory of the direction of my life took a different take, you know, different direction, of course, Mm -hmm. like most people. And I didn't identify that I had been raped, but I think I'm tying it now, years later, to this fear of success and that recreating different traumas by attracting other traumatic experiences. Once I was aware of that, I could start healing so I wouldn't be attracting that kind of energy or dysfunctional behaviors into my life. Yeah, so I've done a lot of shifting and growing. And in my business, there's those self-sabotaging behaviors that are more pronounced. Mm -hmm. But once I, you know, realize, oh, that behavior is attracting this kind of a client who is very destructive or it's Mm -hmm. attracting this kind of a guy who wants to sabotage my business, you know, personal relationships. So I knew I was making a lot of progress when I met someone, my husband, who we've been married for 18 years. Years, that was kind of the shift. I was in my business a couple years. 1994 was a big year where I was, you know, two years under my belt as my business owner and I started just having a better life. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, that's, and thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing those stories because I know our listeners can relate. And you bring up a, such a good point of part of the reason we want to heal the past trauma is so that we don't attract more of it. And it's not to say it's our fault. It's just to say that it's kind of when it's hanging around there, you know, unconsciously we can attract similar situations and it becomes like Groundhog Day over and over again. It's like, why is this stuff happening in my business over and over again? And when you find those people who could help you and heal you, 
those things, you know, tend to go away and then better relationships show up and clients who are a better fit show up. And, you know, it's one of those things that I don't think we talk about enough in business, though, because it's kind of those sticky things. It's like, why does that keep happening? And taking the time to really evaluate it and to look at what's happened to you is so important. And, Nancy, I think, you know, I'm sure people look at you and think, oh, she's got it all together. She's got this amazingly successful business. They have no idea, you know, what it's taken in the internal world, the work that you've done to get where you are. So, you know, it's a great reminder of that. So I want to switch gears a little bit. You know, you've been amazingly successful in sales in many different positions and careers with different companies and in your own business. When you look back, Nancy, at, you know, your own business and doubling and tripling your sales and, you know, month after month doubling, what are the top two strategies that you've used to grow your business? We'd love it if you would share those with us, please. Yes, I feel strongly it's an old saying that success builds upon itself. So once I reached, like if I go back to the telemarketing experience, that was profound. That experience is where I go back to, to kind of overcome my trauma or scared feelings that surface when I'm putting together, doing sales, you know, and building relationships, is I had a lot of success there. And there were incremental things I did every minute within the hour. And I just kept focused on my goal and made minor shifts along the way. So I really got curious about where I could go next. And I think that's a really good strategy that once you have a certain level of success, kind of noticing for yourself what it is that led to that, and then being curious, oh, I reached that goal, now what do I do? That has been very helpful for me. Mm -hmm. The second strategy is I aligned my actions and activities to achieve the next level of success. So once I became curious, then I'm ready emotionally. That's my sign emotionally. When I'm curious, then that means I'm ready to go to the next level of skill development because I'm emotionally prepared. I can be intellectually ready, but unless I'm really emotionally grounded in doing the work, it's not really going to happen. So I put the strategies in place once I'm emotionally ready to go to the next level. So success builds on success. So important and so true. Like we forget where we were before and we forget what's worked to get us to where we are today. It might not take us to the next (laughs) level, but there's something there that could definitely help us. And you use a very powerful word, aligned. So being aligned emotionally and intellectually and having those aligned actions and activities to get you there. It's so such a great point because a lot of times we just keep marching forward. Intellectually, we know we're supposed to do this. And then emotionally, we feel totally off because we're doing it in a way that's not in line with our values or whatever that case might be. So those are fantastic points. And thank you for sharing those. I know people are taking a lot of notes, which takes us to my last question. So we know that you're an expert in entrepreneurial leadership and innovation. And you've helped people grow, continue to help people grow seven-figure businesses, which, you know, is no small feat. A lot of people get stuck at 250, they get stuck at 500, they get stuck at 750, and then they get stuck like below that seven-figure line. So I'd love it if you would share your top two to three strategies that you teach your clients. Yes. Well, small business ownership is really known as the greatest therapy in the world. So (laughs) Yes, I say that too. Oh my gosh, so funny. (laughs) Yeah, so if you want to know more about what you are made of, start a business. And that's supported in the research, too, which is um, kind of fun. And then um, I talk about opportunities surface when you are open to them, thinking about them, and doing the work to attract them, always. Ursula? Think about that. 
Yeah, say a little bit more about that oh, okay. opportunity surface. So, well, entrepreneurs are, I work with entrepreneurs to make sure that they understand that they are obsessed usually with opportunity. And it could be like with me, I've been in the same business since 1992, but there's always different opportunities. Like me starting my podcast, you know, is another opportunity to kind of expand micro-learning concepts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, giving people information in short snippets that they can use right away. Mm -hmm. And so talking about, yeah, the business, like over time our businesses can continue to expand, and we might have the same skeleton of the business, but different opportunities show up. You know, I think it was Napoleon Hill that talked about opportunities showing up sometimes disguised or in ways that we don't see them as opportunities. Have you ever had that experience or something that you didn't think was an opportunity turned into something much different or much bigger than you had imagined? I think the podcast. Matthew, my husband and I and our now 16-year-old daughter, Olivia, were on a road trip out to the Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. And along the way, this was just when podcasts were kind of becoming more commonly heard or, or programming was developing about eight years ago. And no, less than that. But anyway, the road trip was in 2015. And we, and Matthew, we were out of range when we got up into Montana of any radio programs. And so in, Matthew plugged in the podcast that he had downloaded. And yes, yes. <laughs> so I explored the opportunity when I got back, and I noticed that there wasn't a price barrier for me to enter the marketplace and develop this as another way to reach more people around the world. Mm, I love it. Well, it's perfect segue. So it's a great reminder to look for those opportunities because they're you never know when they're going to surface. And it truly, having our own business is truly the biggest self-development course that could ever be. And I think, Nancy, you've generously shared through your stories how much work you've done and how our businesses bring up our stuff and how we're forced to confront those things and really work on them to get to that next level. As a perfect segue, please, please tell us about the podcast. I shared a little bit at the beginning, but tell us how we can hear the podcast. And I know you have some wonderful offers and ways that our listeners can connect with you. So please share those as well. Sure. So you can easily go to WeMentor.com and subscribe to WeMentor Mondays with Nancy. It's a weekly program, and you get some special tidbits in your email every Monday morning. I get feedback all the time of how valuable they are. The podcasts are. I put lots of learning content in there. But you all, it's deep, meaningful conversations like Ursula and I are having that help people to understand how to grow themselves along with their business venture. So you can go to the website, wementor.com, and click on the subscribe button, which is a picture of me there, and just put your name and email address. You can also subscribe on iTunes or in Stitcher and get those downloaded on a regular basis. And then you can get the one-on-one -on -one mentoring session for $50 by just, you know, contact me, 612-804-8920. Thank you, Nancy. And how would someone know? So if someone's listening and they're thinking, gosh, you know, I would really love that mentoring session. Who is the mentoring session perfect for? Like what would someone be struggling with? What would they be curious about? Who should call you for that? I think how we started our conversation, which was about clarity. If you're looking for clarity, I, you know, call me. 
because you can be a much greater salesperson when you're clear on what you're doing. And if you're going through some sort of transition where you're moving into a new dimension, where your perspective of yourself has shifted, it's a good time to call and get some help and new insight. Yeah, beautiful. And at $50, come on, like that's like a few visits to Starbucks. So call Nancy at 612-804-8920 or you can email her at nancy at wementor.com. Take advantage of this because, you know, we all could use help at different times. And Nancy, as you can tell, just has this beautiful soul and I know it would make a difference in your life. Nancy, I want to thank you for just being you. I'm so glad to know you. I know we've gotten to know each other through our podcast and <laughs> you're coming to sales camp and through our mutual connections. But thank Thank you for what you're doing in the world and thanks for being on the show. Well, and thanks for role modeling all that you're teaching. You're just really amazing and I admire you so much and I'm glad our, we're connecting like this. <laughs> it's so much fun. Oh, thank you. Thanks again. And I want to thank our listeners again. We love you. You're part of the Sales Coach Now family. If you haven't yet, remember to go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift and you can get that cool PDF. It's six secrets to doubling your sales. And there's, you know, there's some things in there that you could use immediately. Also, please leave us a review. And finally, if you have an event coming up or a sales conference, I'd love to speak at it. You can email me directly at contact at salescoachnow.com. You can go to my website, Ursula Mencius. I'm going to spell it for you. U-R-S-U-L-A. M-E-N-T-J-E-S. I'd love to speak at your next event and support you in some way. So let us know how we can help you. Thanks again, everybody, for joining us. And make this your most epic month yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales now. Thank you.